0: You're listening to the Natural Wisdom Podcast, and I'm Christine Backus, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, a personal experience that relates to our collective experience. I'm celebrating a milestone this month, one of nearing completion of a long and dark underworld journey. I have been living and breathing a very personal dance with the planet Pluto for more than a decade. But for the past several years, as it has come to the exact degree of my Capricorn Sun, most of the ways I have thought of myself and my place in the world have shifted fairly dramatically. I've written two installments of what I've come to think of as my Pluto diaries. They were originally part of an intended memoir. I shared them on my Patreon page, which was first created as a means of support for the yet-to-completed be completed book. And now more recently for this podcast. I've been shy about sharing these personal stories further. But as the United States enters our own collective Pluto transit, specifically the return of Pluto to its place at the birth of our nation, my words seem relevant. Titled the death of control, my stories capture some of my experience of what an encounter with Pluto feels like. The basic energy of Pluto intensifies and eliminates. The end result is a rebirth like that of the Phoenix rising from the ashes of destruction. The Lord of the underworld in mythology, Pluto guards the riches buried beneath the surface. The only way to get to them, unfortunately, is by actually visiting the underworld. The ancient myth that very well captures this process is that of Inanna, the Sumerian queen who went to the underworld to visit her sister in what was called the place below, where she was summarily killed and hung on a meat hook prior to being brought back to life and released. I told the whole story in my Pluto class as well as in a writing salon session on the planet Venus. In the Pluto class, uh, the underworld Queen was obviously the Pluto character, and in the Venus class, Venus represents, and in the sky retells that story of Inanna going into the underworld and coming back out every 19 months. And if you watch Venus in the sky, you can sort of celebrate that journey with her. That's an aside. So back to Pluto, whether you live in the States or simply watching what's going on in our country from elsewhere in the world, the Plutonian process is evident in a number of ways, but perhaps no more clearly than through our confrontation with the shadows inherent in our very creation. Our country is in the throes of this Pluto return. An an internet search of U.S. Pluto return will provide a list of astrologers opining on the subject, but we have only to pay attention to the national conversations to get a sense of the shadows we're facing. As I write this and speak this, for example, we have just celebrated Thanksgiving. I grew up with the version of the holiday told through rose-colored glasses all about pilgrims and cooperation. Yet now, as a nation, we're being faced to being forced to acknowledge the more brutal history behind the holiday, with some questioning whether we should even retain it on the calendar. Such is the way of Pluto, bringing to the surface what has been buried and hidden. Yet as in the myth, the tr- there are treasures hidden in the darkness, most notably among them, a sense of unshakable power that comes only from facing the dark places and then reclaiming what we've turned our backs on. The wisdom of Pluto is the depth of character that comes with honoring both the light and the dark within ourselves. The next couple of years in the U.S. will show what our collective Pluto process has in store. For now we're in the midst of the chaos and the dismantling and the seeing shadows My own journey is still in process as well, of course, but I can finally feel the light at the end of the tunnel. I hope to write part three of my Pluto diaries in the coming months as I emerge more fully from the underworld and bearing its gifts. Stay tuned for more.